Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 186. It is Friday today, a very beautiful rainy Friday here in Cincinnati. I took a short video this morning outside of the kitchen window and the whole time I was looking at all these green trees and the rain coming down and the birds singing and I just felt like I am in Costa Rica, which in my mind equals paradise. It was just incredible. It still is incredible. I have the windows open because I'm enjoying the sounds of the birds so much and the sound of the rain. So you may hear some background noise as cars go by and birds keep singing, (laughs) but it's too pretty to close the windows. So it is Friday. It is a new moon circle night for me here tonight at my home. Tomorrow is a new moon actual uh, transition astrologically, and my family and I are going to see Endgame tomorrow night, which is a really big deal, (laughs) and then more family time on Sunday, so it's a really um, beautiful, energetic weekend space, love portal (laughs) that I am stepping into with just some really amazing Um, souls gathering tonight and so when I was tuning into uh, what I would want to share today there were of course as always lots of topics and the one that keeps coming up again and again or forward for me is this idea of self-love and it has been a theme in the conversations and sessions that I've had this week last week It's a theme for um, what I am writing about in my newsletter that goes out today or tomorrow. There's a a lot to say, so we'll just kind of meander our way through and and see where we're going to go with this. When I started the week with this idea of fear or love and which one are we going to choose, you know, and then we moved through a different understanding of love like when we receive a transmission of love and how that activation of the heart chakra can just you know explode us open in the most incredible way and then yesterday with this silly story talking about you know from these beautiful beings that we come in let me rephrase that we arrive in these human bodies as these beautiful beings of light, infinite souls trying to fit and make it work to be in a human form. And how when we are just playing as children, sometimes the reactions of those around us um, box us in or make us hide some of our creative ideas or thoughts. And I believe that journey continues from, 
you know, when we're young all the way through our adulthood until we reach that transition point, if we're lucky of being much older adults ready to complete a beautiful full lifetime and transition back into being light. In the middle, it just gets so muddied. And while that can be frustrating, I also feel like it's the point. It's why we're here is to have all of these physical human experiences that um, allow us to play with emotions and creation and love and fear and you know all of these complex topics that perhaps as souls we get but we don't get in the same way that we do when we're here living them in a physical experience what um, what I believe is that when we reach that point of transitioning, when we decide to go back out of the physical body and back into consciousness, that we, we return immediately to, pretty immediately, perhaps there's some processing in the middle, but we return back into that pure unconditional love. We are immediately enveloped in that feeling of full acceptance and love and gratitude for the courage to come and be souls and have these journeys here on earth. There's an incredible clip from a video by Dr. Zach Bush that my friend sent to me and then it showed up again today. There was a longer version that she shared and then today there was this little clip and it caught my eye and my YouTube suggested videos to watch and it said best monologue ever and when I turned on that video it was the clip I had seen before and I was like oh my god this is one of the best <laughs> monologues ever and so I'll share that link in the comments if you are curious to hear a physician a very intuitive, beautiful physician's perspective on what happens when we die. And then also his perspective on why are we here anyway? Why are, he says it beautifully, he said, why would seven billion beings of light choose to come be here on earth if earth is just going to self-destruct anyway? Why would we do this? <laughs> it's such a great way to put it so clearly. So why would we do it, right? And and that's sort of the point of, not the point, the idea that I'm exploring in today's podcast. If we are here as beings of light at the beginning of our journey, and we're going to return to being beings of light at the end of our journey, and we're here to have some understanding of contrast and range of emotions and range of experiences in the middle, what if... What if we could get the learning faster? What if we could condense the amount of time that we have to spend in the suffering of learning and like move through master classes and then get to the awareness phase where we get to be in the physical form with all of our awareness, all of our understanding of the emotions and then create and play and delight and be in the joy of all of it and less of the pain and the wounding of it. What if we get the pain and the wounding fast and furious and over and then, and then we just get to delight and we could actually be living heaven on earth here. We could be living in paradise with the more enjoyable emotions instead of all the contrast of the more painful emotions. 
we're not skipping it, we're not bypassing anything, but what if we could sort of shorten that time frame of having to be in the suffering in order to feel the fullness of the appreciation and joy? He, he describes that, Dr. Zach Bush describes that, you know, also, he's like, what if we are here, I'm paraphrasing his words, but what if we are here to go through a death so that we can then be reborn into something new? All of this aligns with this um, energy of the new moon. You know, this one is in Taurus, and it's very much about the physical and the earth and the feelings and the sensations and the pleasure and the delights. Our ability to satiate the senses and revel in how amazing the body and the material things around us can be. To me, that usually means nature, right? The material things around us, such as sunshine and rain and trees and animals and sounds and the ocean and the mountains and the butterflies. I could go on and on. So why do I bring all of that up now and title this podcast, Loving Me? I believe when we are little, when we come into human bodies, we are completely in love with ourselves. We love our bodies, we love our laugh, we love our words, we play with our words, we love um, everything. We're just beings of light. I truly believe that's how we come into human bodies, every single one of us. And then whatever we've decided to work on, we've called in the people around us who are going to shape the journey we're going to begin. And so perhaps we have parents who are abusive or neglectful or... Um, encourage us to be stronger by forcing us to be independent very early. Or perhaps we have parents who are extremely loving and protective and keep us coddled and safe and small. We have all these experiences that we start to, um, ex we start to experience. <laughs> we experience the experiences and then they form the, the suffering, the patterns, the um, uh, bringing of our energy in, the dimming of our light, you know, perhaps, or perhaps they expand our light. You know, every soul is going to have their own experience that they're walking through. For many, 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 many souls in human form, the journey has, the chosen journey has been, I'm going to um, not be as in love with myself as I was when I first came into my human body. And I'm going to explore what it's like to not be so brilliant, not to be so awesome. And in that exploration, perhaps what I'll find are all the reasons why I'm brilliant, why I'm awesome. And in the remembering and the discovery of that, it's going to be so much fun. And so we, we play with not loving ourselves as much as we did at the beginning of our human journey. And we believe as souls when we make these choices in human form that they're going to be really wise choices, and they are, but they're also very painful, and they, um, they're, they can be very intense. And sometimes we start to get sort of lost in that journey or 
um, exploration of not loving ourselves and we create cycles that perhaps are hard to step out of and so we keep re-wounding ourselves and we keep telling ourselves and having those around us reflected of just how unlovable we are and we we stay in that sort of spin for a long 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 time and maybe we can find our way out and maybe we get all the way to the end of the human journey and exhaustion carries us or illness carries us over the threshold back into being a being of light and we know as a soul in a human body when we reach that moment at the end we will immediately fall into grace fall into being held by love and being soothed and reflected and healed immediately as beings of light and love so there's a willingness perhaps in this human journey at a subconscious level at an energetic soul level we're willing to go as deep and far into that unlovableness as we choose to go because we know when we die we're going right back into love again my belief my invitation my hope my offering for all of us is what if we can be aware of those cycles sooner and make very conscious choices to start loving ourselves so much more that we can shift those patterns we can release those patterns we can tune into what it felt like to be a being of light the very first breath we took in a human body we can tap right back into that feeling of absolute unity and harmony with all humans with our planet with breath with light with sound we just we can just make choices that allow us to feel that again and the more we make choices to feel that again the more silly or uncomfortable or disappointing it's going to feel when we don't feel lovable and it just it won't be as satisfying to be unlovable anymore the pattern won't feel as familiar or as good if that's the right word as it used to what will feel better and better and better is how lovable we are how brilliant we are how amazing we are how awesome we are one of my favorite things is when I see a young child who says, I'm awesome, <laughs> I'm the best, I'm so good at this. I'm like, yes, you are, yes, yes, you are. What if we start doing that as adults? You know, we have been taught or modeled, don't, don't be too big for your boots. <laughs> don't tell people how great you are because you're gonna look like you're bragging. What if we call bullshit on that? What if we just start saying those sorts of things to each other, like, I'm amazing. I'm amazing and you're amazing <laughs> and we might sound like silly people or crazy people but isn't that what that book was about yesterday it's like let's play with new concepts let's play with new ideas and they're gonna be so funny to us we might fall over on the ground laughing and pull the tablecloth off the table and spill dinner all over the floor okay <laughs> we'll clean it up and the dogs will help us eat it off the floor just like in the picture what if we don't have to be so rude or mad or projecting or like the parents were in that little cartoon picture? You know, what if we don't have to shame each other for being so silly and so courageous and so brave? What if instead of doing that, we applaud each other 
right? We say, oh my God, you are amazing. You're so cool. You're so smart. Right? What, if, what if that's the way we speak to each other? And the more we feel that about each other, the more we mean it, the more we say it, the more we're able to feel it within ourselves because we're just reflecting that light more and more. It's like the prisms of light that I described on Tuesday's podcast. You know, when I see my children as prisms of light and I see myself as a prism of light, we're all just radiating this rainbow light energy out. Like, how beautiful. How beautiful and it's very easy for me to tell my children and mean it how beautiful they are and if they're that beautiful I know I am that beautiful also I wouldn't be able to see them that way if I didn't have that in me and so as we focus on how we are not were how we are not will be how we are beings of light right now right here in this moment as we are that and we allow that to radiate out from the center of us, loving me the most, you loving you the most, being so steady in your light and your knowing that you are that much love and allowing that to just emanate from the center of you. It won't be as much fun to hide anymore it won't be as much fun to make fun of ourselves anymore. It certainly won't feel good when someone else projects something at us that we know isn't true and we accept it. We'll be like, that doesn't fit with my prism of light. <laughs> so sorry. That must be your shit because that certainly isn't mine. <laughs> I'm a prism of light. <laughs> Don't you see me? The conversations will change they will change and they will change for the better and the more each of us loves who we are when I love me and I allow my light to shine in all of its brilliance and you see me and you see me loving myself you're not going to want to tell me that I'm not light or I'm not love it won't feel good to you to do that and you're going to want me to look at you and go am I light and I'm gonna go hell yeah you are big light beautiful light brilliant light shine more brightly it's the conversations will change and it emanates from the center of us individually me loving me and you loving you and then all of us expanding that light and that love so yeah maybe it sounds like a silly story maybe it sounds like some dream or some thing that isn't possible I call bullshit on that <laughs> I know it's possible I witness it happen all the time it's what I do in my days and my weeks it's how I live my life I watch as people humans remember their own light and fall in love with themselves and change they change they change who they are, how they radiate, what they do with their days and their lives, the experiences that they step into, I watch it happen. It's not a silly story. It's silly because it's fun, but it's not silly as in made up. So there's a lot, a lot of power and energy available as we step into this new moon. New Moon in Taurus, it's about bringing that light and that energy here to Earth, 
into this atmosphere of earth, into these human bodies on earth. And when we access that much power and light and we allow ourselves to feel safe enough to open that container of light within us, love ourselves publicly, <laughs> say out loud how awesome we are, things are going to shift. And they will shift based on love, not on fear. So... Yeah, see where this invitation takes you and allow it to be with love, through love, in love. Okay, new moon energy, it's potent, <laughs> it's potent. Have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in aligning with the optimal health of your mind-body-spirit in the virtual community of Viv's Energy Gym. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.